1: I don't know. It's before Something we got about to the burritos, burritos. and toilets. <laughs> yeah. uh, this comes from again, food and wine oh, leaving the magazine in the, in yeah, leave the magazine yeah, in the bathroom. Right. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah, food yeah. and wine magazine, which uh, appears in our restroom. Um, according to Grubhub, the 10 most ordered foods this year. Number one was the burrito. You ordered more burritos than anything on Grubhub. I would imagine. I would imagine. I need a burrito. I need it a feels, burrito. It feels yep. like smart. Like yep. late at night, I'm lazy. I've had a few beverages. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna order Grubhub, and they're gonna deliver a burrito. I feel like you, many of you, have done this. Number one would be burrito. Yes, cheeseburger was number two. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. I thought burgers probably would be up there. I didn't. I thought burger would be ahead of burrito. No, I don't think
2: so. Not with, not with all the burrito restaurants they have these days. And the kids like the burrito restaurants,
1: too. Uh, number three, the cheese pizza. Yeah. No toppings, just no straight cheese. The cheese pizza was number three. Yeah. Uh, number four was Pad Thai. Oh, the cheese pizza, just for me. Yeah. Pad Thai, number four. Yeah, I get that. Uh, chicken quesadilla, number five. Okay. A California roll, number six. There you go. Huge. I mean, it's delivery of those. Uh, the fried chicken sandwich. Yep. At number seven? Extremely low for me. I thought that'd be like a two or a three. As much as the chicken sandwiches taken off and yeah. the spicy chickens right. and everybody doing chicken sandwiches, you figure that was higher on the list.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. I quizzed the girls on this last night. That was Savannah's first answer. Yeah, fried chicken sandwich, spicy.
2: Yeah, ours would have been burritos because I said the one time that they did that DoorDash, we got a $60 bill for two burritos. <laughs> mm. What?
3: Yeah, what did true. you order? Well, we each
2: had a burrito, and it was $60? And then, $60? What? And then, and then and what else? All the
1: guacamole. And what else? Uh, Caesar salad, the health-conscious Caesar salad at number eight. That one just doesn't fit with everything else, right? Right.
2: This sounds like you have the munchies list, and then you had, like, somebody ordered a Caesar salad. Uh, Chicken Marsala at number nine. No, no, no. Chicken tikka masala.
1: Oh, okay, different. Oh, yes. All right. Left the, the, uh, or added the R where it wasn't one. Mm -hmm. And then number ten. The boneless wing. Yeah, Like, where the hell are regular wings on this list? you got me asking, where are the regular wings? Not in the top 10. Boneless at number 10. And all I could think of was, oh, you're lazy. I mean, you know. Well, at that time
2: of night when you're.
1: You're grub-hubbing. You're you're probably, you're just, you're just lazy. You wouldn't go get it yourself. You're like, ah, give me the boneless wings. Give me the chicken nuggets. Those are the 10 most grub-hubbed things this, this calendar year. Yeah. The burrito. Burrito
2: is number, number one. one. Yeah, not surprised at all, man. Not surprised by that at all. I am surprised with the chicken sandwich being as low as it is. And I'm also surprised that boneless wings made the list and regular wings didn't. I'm very disappointed in that.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm a disappointed in America. Yeah, absolutely. Frankly, very, yes, absolutely. That you've let the boneless wing do this
2: to you. Yeah, w- why? I mean, I, I just can't even put it into words, Josh. How has the boneless wing become more popular than the regular wing and it's not even a wing it's a nugget if you just said adult chicken nuggets i'd be fine with it but we're peddling this boneless wing crap you ever try to fly without a bone in your body you're like a right there that's not a wing that's a nugget it's a chunk of chicken wings aren't boneless you know we're gonna, we're gonna go. We're, we're gonna go with a, a, a boneless wing plane and just put a tube up in the sky. How long is that gonna last? It's Not a plane. Gotta have wings. Wings gotta have bones.
1: Boneless wings. I was just scanning our system and got Wolf time. Disappointed. The uh, the guy at the city council meeting that was went on that diatribe about boneless wings. Oh or, or, or yeah, trash. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't have that one anymore. That's a that's a shame. But I am a little bit disappointed. Mm-hmm. I saw this story yesterday on CBS Sports. Sports. It's uh, they 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 write a piece every week. Uh, the agents take, and uh, Joel Corey writes this. He's been on six ten a number of times. Does a lot of stuff with uh, salary caps and contracts and whatever former agents. So he writes writes this piece. Nine projected franchise tag candidates for twenty twenty three. Projected, so he thinks this is like they're going to do this yeah nine franchise tag candidates for 2023 projected and then the projected uh, tag salary at each position uh-huh. so uh, he's got uh Lamar Jackson on the list makes sense i guess if you if you don't get a contract done with Lamar Jackson you may be looking at at the franchise tag for him right uh-huh. so Lamar Jackson Geno Smith the Seahawks contemplating not doing anything long term but maybe Short-terming Geno Smith? Where are you
2: with Lamar Jackson right now? Because at the beginning of the football season, Tiki Barber was on our sister station, WFAN in New York, saying that Lamar Jackson most likely would go to the Giants after the season, right? This week, Tiki Barber said, I prefer Daniel Jones over Lamar Jackson.
1: Wow. I don't think I prefer that, but... Does he have new life with a new coaching staff and a new, you know, offense and blah, blah, blah? Maybe, Maybe. Maybe. Maybe.
2: But... What where where are you with Lamar? He's hurt a lot now. Right? The last couple of seasons he's missed significant time and missing a game or two is significant time as a quarterback. And he hasn't won in the postseason yet,
1: right? And he was looking for a fully guaranteed contract.
2: And he's looking for a fully guaranteed deal.
1: Correct. Right. Like
2: that's going to be a that's going to be one. the most interesting situation I think to watch this offseason, yeah,
1: right? Yeah. What is Baltimore going to do with Lamar and what is Lamar going to ultimately do? The exclusive franchise tag quarterback projection over forty five million. I can't. I I can't see him playing on the franchise tag. I I, I that he I, would just say no. He, like he would sit out a year.
2: Yeah. I would think. But then again, Le'Veon Bell sat out a year. And what good did yeah. that do? You don't sit. You don't want to sit he out. He wants a year. it.
1: But I think he's like, okay, we did this dance last year. Yeah, do this yeah, dance yeah, again. Just let me go. You know, uh, Geno Smith. I mean, if you said Geno Smith is going to be franchise tag, it's baffling, right? Yeah. Uh, Josh Jacobs with the Raiders at running back. Saquon Barkley with the Giants. At I, running back? I, I can't franchise a running back. It's a lot of
2: money, especially for a guy like Saquon Barkley who's always hurt.
1: And there's an, another running back, Tony Pollard. Not the worst idea in the world to franchise tag a running back, though. Like if you're you don't want to commit long term and you want to, you 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 got a guy and you give him one year. Yeah. It's not the bad way to do it. I I turn and burn. You know that. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm out on that. Safety yeah. Jesse Bates with the Bengals. Uh, defensive tackle Jeron Payne of the uh, the Commanders. Um, tight end Dalton Schultz of the Cowboys and his ninth Orlando Brown Jr. You know, I'm walking from that
2: one. I, I mean, like, I, I hate to tell you this, but we're moving
1: on. Brown rejected the reported $139 million deal with a $30.25 million signing bonus played instead under the $16.62 million franchise tag because the deal was backloaded and too long cosmetically Brown would have become the NFL's highest paid offensive lineman because of the highly inflated last year of the contract. Look, I get why he didn't do it. Yep. I get, I understand why he didn't do it. I understand why the chiefs did it this way. Like if we can get you to do it this way. Then we'll talk. If not, this is what we got. Yeah. But I, I'm with you. I'm if, if you decide he's not your guy and again, they may feel differently than you or I feel. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I, I, I just I feel not. like at this point, I'm, I'm only franchise tagging if I got to buy another year before I got a drafted guy that's ready to play left tackle. Yeah. I I I'm drafting a guy this year. And the franchise tag number this year is close to 20 million dollars, believe to me. Be. I'm I'm not that's a lot. I, I, I'm walking from I'm him. I'm done. Yeah. yeah. I
2: am I'm walking from him and I'm not thinking I lost a deal because you got Nick Bolton as part of that deal too. The deal is over. It's done. You got a couple of years out of him. You got Nick Bol- you, you can't look at it that way you have to look at it is, is Orlando is he your Brown term left tackle? Is he, is he your long-term option? And number two, do you believe you can, you can't do better than him at left tackle? And I believe the answer to that question is no, you can do better. You can do better than Orlando Brown jr. At left tackle. I mean, just watch Mahomes, man. The first thing he does, he's looking over there and then he's stepping up or moving out or doing whatever it is. I mean, to get away from a would-be rusher coming from that side. I, me personally, I just don't have any confidence in that guy, right? And I, it doesn't look like the offense has a lot of confidence in that guy. I mean, you've got guys chipping on that side. It doesn't a, a, look like a, whole, fran- a franchise, franchise left, left tackle, tackle doesn't need a chipper. Yeah, He's a guy, and I I, I hate to use the Willie Rove comparisons, but that's a franchise left tackle. Orlando Pace, Anthony Munoz, those are franchise left tackles. I want my left tackle To be so good that he gets out of his stance. He uses one arm and directs the guy the other way. And you never, ever, ever hear from that guy. Orlando Brown Jr. isn't that. And if he still fancies himself as one of the best tackles in the NFL today, he's sorely mistaken. And quite honestly, if you value yourself here... And I don't value you there. I, I can't waste my time trying to figure out, man, because I feel like Orlando Brown's not going to sign a deal unless it's for the most money possible. And he's just not worth it. And probably not worth a franchise tag. Not worth the franchise tag
1: either. No. I'm going young. 20 mil?
2: I'm going young. I'm, I'm, getting, I'm, I'm getting somebody else.
1: Finding yeah. find that in the draft. Yeah. Priority number one at the top of the draft. Right. That's Offensive I mean, tackle. Well,
2: not top of the draft. You're going to be picked. you know. Well, yes. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, but your first, first pick.
1: Yeah. Picking thirty one this year, yeah. unless you think you can do it in the third or whatever. I get, I, and know. that's fine, whatever the case may be. But I, I like, day, man, not day one, but you know,
2: yeah, I understand. First three first rounds, first three rounds are day yeah. one picks. Yeah. But but you're you're looking at a spot on the offensive line right now that's not that good. Why am I going to invest? Tw- you're not a franchise yeah. tackle. I saw that and
1: I'm like, ooh, I was I I opened that thing hoping that that his name was not on there. Yeah. As a top candidate in the NFL, I'm like, no, I don't want to do it. Yeah, I don't want to do it. And
2: and I think the I only think reason he, he's on there is because it happened last year and, and he fancies himself like that. But, I mean, like, he's fancying himself in the wrong dance. It doesn't man. feel
1: like that it's been a prove-it year. He's
2: proven nothing. This, was, this would have been a good prove-it yeah. year for all of us. You could have
1: really said, aha, you need me. You need me. You need me on that wall. Right. You want me on that wall. I don't know.
2: You can't handle the truth. I think I could.
1: Cheaper at that Like one.
2: Orlando Brown lives in a different universe. If he still thinks he should be a highly paid offensive left tackle in this league. Cause he's just not that good.
1: Uh, my new favorite coach. I'd never heard of until, uh, till, uh yesterday or this morning. I never, I don't even know who this guy is. I, I, I still don't know his name. I gotta, I gotta look it up for sure. Steve Conrad, Steve Clifford, Clifford, Steve Clifford. Is the head coach of the Charlotte Hornets. Okay. First okay. of all, didn't we're know all the Hornets that. were still around. They and are. Steve Clifford. Is they he are. the big red dog? They're in uh, They're in last in the NBA. Oh, yes. well. I'm... So Steve Clifford suffering yet another loss. Who? Steve Clifford. Goes into the uh, post. Never heard of him. Goes into the post-game press conference and says to the media, you don't have to ask questions or anything like that because I've got this.
4: Until we care about something besides how many points we score, we're not gonna win much. Can't play like that. I mean, we scored. Our offense was good. That's five of the last seven games. We've been pretty good on offense. We are playing no defense, not one guy. There's not a bright spot. We don't run back on defense. We don't guard the ball, our pick and roll stuff. All stuff that was good, I think we were as high as like 12th or 13th in defense about 10 games ago. And we're right back to where we started ground zero. All we want to be is let's try to outscore the other teams. Doesn't work in the NBA unless you're well, actually never works. Okay, so what I just told them, this is either you build a game that will actually work at the end of the year when you play the important games or you don't. That's it. All about okay it's not that we don't have the talent to do it all we care about is scoring that's it And if you're going to try to play like that you better have like five all-stars we don't have that kind of talent so it's not something that will work we're either going to decide to get back to playing with a defensive effort it's not it's not that we're not trying to win as we go about it all wrong okay i mean watch team after team right there's always a team every year that they get there and what happens they get drilled Because they don't have a game. They don't have the right kind of game. You can't just outscore people in the NBA. You can't. You can't. And you can't decide that you're not going to do the things that take effort, like rebounding or getting loose balls or putting your body in front of the ball. You can't. It just doesn't work that way. And that's what we're trying to do right now. All right? And they got up and walked out.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That is fantastic. Don't prepare any questions. I got this. Yeah. All we do is score. We're terrible on defense, and we're awful at everything else. Yeah. And I'm out. See you later. Until we decide we're going to do the other stuff, we're going to suck. You see the final score
2: of that game last night was like 144 to 137.
1: You can't win a lot of games that way. You can't win a lot of games that way. Get a stop. I love that. Get a stop. Just one. Until we're doing the other stuff, we're going to suck. I'm out. Right. Way to go, Steve. Steve Clifford, ladies and gentlemen, my new favorite coach. Who? Steve Clifford. Yeah, I don't know. Heard that. of him? I gotta continue to reference it. Yeah, got look. You gotta at keep him. saying it for yourself as yeah, much as yeah, everybody yeah, else. Yeah, 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 yeah. Never heard of Steve Clifford. Nope. But it looks like a guy's been coaching a long time.
2: He, oh god, he's yeah, a he, lifer. He doesn't yeah. stand here for this. Bleep. He, he's a guy that was like an assistant at at, at like Bellarmine, and then worked his way up. Yeah. yeah. If Steve Clifford coached at Bellarmine, I'm leaving. There's no chance he coached at Bellarmine, right? No. Well, who was you know, the,
1: who was the old Pistons coach in the day? You know, Chuck, the Chuck, Chuck Daly. Daly yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll say he was like a third assistant to Chuck. D- you know what I mean? He's like one of those guys, man. He sat on the bench during those, during those Pistons runs. And now he's finally, he finally became head coach. He's got to deal with you people. Yeah. What do you, you know what The Pistons did when, you know, he tells all those Play stories. three defense, you know, what the Pistons did in the back when I was on their bench, we played defense. Oh, we yeah. hit people. We play physical. You guys just trying to score points and look at your box scores. This
2: this guy's got to, this guy's got to,
1: let me get, let
2: me go through this. Real All right, we'll go through
1: We'll get, we'll get Steve Clifford's uh, bio. Oh and, my God. Yeah. Uh, we I was not far off with Batman Had our, our checklist of the final quarter of the season uh, for the chiefs. Also mighty mouse. Mark McMillan's going to join us coming up at eight 30 next.
5: Fesco in the Morning, brought to you by Santa Fe Auto Sound. Your home for car audio since 1967. Please listen to our friend and all-pro defensive tackle, Chris Jones. Wake up with Besco in the morning, starting at 6 on 610 Sports Radio. And
0: always live on the Odyssey app. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month. With eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay. Plus taxes and fees. Phone fees 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. CTMobile.com.
4: After the end of a good
3: fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medella, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medella is your reward. Medella, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago,
4: Illinois.
3: Look out, football, here we come Houston Oilers, number
4: one
6: Houston has the Oilers The greatest football team We take the ball from goal to goal Like no one's ever seen We're in the air, we're on the ground Always in control And when you say the Oilers you're talking Super Bowl, cuz we're the Houston Oilers. Houston Oilers. Houston
3: oh, are Oilers are number one. On. Yes, we're the Houston Oilers.
4: Houston Oilers. Houston Oilers number one.
1: Oh, there's a second verse? Oh, yeah. It just keeps going. Oh, wow. You don't stop and it just keeps going. Now we'll have the band. Fight like Texans.
2: This is like I'm wearing my Revolutionary War
1: jacket yeah, today. A this is a Revolutionary the, War music. That's Houston Oilers number one. They've they, got a long tradition of great They really have uh, On this, fight songs. Oh, uh, fight songs, yeah, yeah. Not a great play. No, though. no, no, no. That, yeah, this, this, this screams of the Revolutionary War. Yeah. Um, this is Battle of Lexington carrier, and Concord. You got the yeah. uh, the, the trumpet and you got the drummer and Here then come the
2: redcoats. and then
1: they they play their they walk up and they play their song and then they get out of the way and then everybody's shooting each other straight on on the yeah. road yeah yeah it's got that whole
2: This year on Christmas Day, I will be reenacting uh, Washington's Crossing of the Delaware, Mm. if anybody wants to come over to the house and watch. Live
1: stream that? Can you give me uh, Steve Clifford's resume, Uh, too, by the way? Real
2: quick, though, because of the Houston Oilers. This day in 1990, our friend Warren Moon threw for 527 yards, the second greatest day passing in NFL history. Houston beat Kansas City 27 to 10.
3: Mm. J.C. Pearson had a field day getting roasted. That's wow. all I remember because I was in the stands on that end zone, and everything. Every time I saw Warren throw up a pass, it was J.C. Pearson trailing the the run and shoot offense, getting burned again.
1: Wow. I burned on yeah, that personal. day, huh? So yeah, Steve Clifford. Steve Clifford, who, head coach of the uh, the Charlotte Hornets, still yeah. is, I believe. Yep, um, unless he was fired after that press conference. We heard in that fantastic yeah. the soundbite in the last segment. Right, all yeah. offense, no defense in Charlotte, and he. Doesn't like it.
2: I told you Steve Clifford, who we never heard of until 530 this morning, mm-hmm. was. He, I said he's, he's probably a guy that's coached at Bellarmine. Okay. Right? Yeah, okay. he's a Bellarmine guy. Right. Um, I'm, I'm close. I'm close. Uh, he started at <laughs> Woodland High School, uh, then went on to St. Anselm High School, okay. uh, or maybe that's a college. Then he went on to Fairfield. Okay. Then he went to Boston University. Then he went to uh, Siena, uh, where intern Alex just graduated so they made, from. It made his
1: way up the these. Eastern Seaboard. That's right. Then,
2: uh-huh. then of course, you know you know where he went after Siena, right? No. Adelphi. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Adelphi. All right, all right. And then on to East Carolina. And then in 01, he went to the Knicks, Rockets, Magic, Lakers, Bobcats, Hornets, Magic, Hornets. So he's he's Ooh, been around, right. yeah. Oof. As job. a head coach, he won the East Coast Conference Tournament twice. ECAC, yeah. yeah. No, just the ECCC. Oh, yeah. Oh. Um, and then, as an assistant coach, he won the American East tournament once. So he doesn't really have exactly a uh, mm.
1: great resume. Yeah, but they play defense a long in those leagues. Resume, you know, at, at
2: Adelphi, he had those guys slamming yeah. the floor.
1: Yeah, they're getting floor. You had to play defense there. You didn't win games you, based you, on offense. You, you at didn't Adelphi. win
2: games on offense in Adelphi. No, especially playing teams like Siena and Niagara.
1: You, <laughs> Mighty Mouse, Mark McMillan, former chief, will join us coming up in uh, just a few minutes. There are four games remaining for the Chiefs. There is still time, in my opinion, to get better. No, oh God, there is yeah. still time to proceed towards the uh, the playoffs. While the the uh, the schedule looks not very daunting in terms of opponents, mm-hmm. Texans, Seahawks, Broncos, Raiders. Hey, you got to go play the games. You have a chance to get better. You have a month to get better. What would be on? Uh, our checklist. Well, I think there's a few things for me that that is on the uh, on
2: the checklist of what needs to get better and what we need to accomplish, I guess you could say, over the next four games. Number one, first and foremost, no injuries. Got to get through that, right? Got to get out there. Uh, from, a, from a football standpoint, though, how about the short yardage offense getting better? I, I'm just in my mind watching like, what was it, last week or two weeks ago, the offensive line kind of just getting blown back on a third and one and not being able to get that short yardage. I feel like short yardage is kind of kryptonite for these guys. Uh, defensive and offensive lines, I want to see those those two just get consistently better. I mean, each week, it seems like one is up, one is down. One is up, one is down. There just hasn't been that consistency for uh, for us on the uh, defensive or offensive lines. And finally, too, I'm excited to see, uh, see CEH and McColl back into the flow of the offense because those two guys score more red zone touchdowns than anybody else on this team. And for everybody that's been freaking out over the red zone because of that one game, I, I think getting those guys back are going to drastically help the red zone offense. And for me, if you get
1: a little burst of Kadarius Tony, if there's something there, great. That's an added bonus. But keeping the guy, the no injuries also is no injuries slash no more injuries right. slash get the injured guys back, and that would be Ceh and McColl. Uh, I'd also add, uh, look competent on special teams. Yeah, they've been bad on special teams all season, right? Co- yeah, collectively, you're right. They have. I been. don't want that to be a liability in the playoffs. Feel feel good about it and show some improvement in the next four weeks in special teams and then stack some good games together for the secondary. Mm-hmm. I want those young corners going into the postseason feeling really good about how they're playing. Yeah, I do too. I do too. And, and you're right
2: about special teams. The last thing you want to see is some guy you've never heard of like Lamons or something. Go out there and make a make a big bad play on special teams. And we're talking about him for 30 years. No, not
1: He usually makes the good team oh, special okay. teams yeah. plays. Right, He's yeah, good. Right. He's really good in the special teams. Uh, Mitch Holtis, voice of the Chiefs, joined us a little bit earlier. What's his final four-game checklist
7: well, I think there's two major ones and these aren't these aren't earth-shattering news. That giveaway takeaway at minus 5 also does not equate to a 10 and 3 record. It just tells you what the Chiefs have done and and the superb coaching of Andy Reid and this approach, but here are two teams, the Houston Texans and the Chiefs that are both minus 5. I mean, you're looking at now, the Texans, that's the other thing they've done is they take the ball away. They got 17 takeaways. That's top 10 in the league, but they have 22 giveaways. The Texans have the most interceptions in the league with 16, and they've given the ball away 22 times. But the Chiefs are also minus 5. You have a 111 and one team and a 10-3 and three team that are both minus 5 going into week 15. You would love to see the minus 5 get to zero, get to equilibrium, uh, by the time the playoffs start. The other one would be on the defensive side. It's again, it's not rocket science. And talk to Spags and the defensive guys about it. It's red zone defense. You gotta, if, when you get in the red zone, hold them to threes or takeaways. One of the uh, underrated stats of last year was the Chiefs were number one in the league with four red zone takeaways. Now they've had some this year. Think of San Francisco yeah. uh, and Joshua Williams' pick or Jalen Watson's ninety-nine yard pick uh, pick six uh-huh. against the Chargers in Week Two, but. Other than that, teams are getting sevens. You've got to limit them to threes uh, from here on, that, and that needs to be like goal number one. But those two areas, offensively, defensively, the whole team, because special teams just had turnovers. The giveaway, takeaway, get to zero by the time the playoffs start, and then improve the red zone defense. To at least get out of last in the league.
1: There you go. The the giveaway, takeaway one is is baffling. Like. You are you're kind of buried at minus yeah, five. I, yeah. I listed the teams earlier in the week that are in that realm. They're all bad teams. So you're kind of in an area by yourself where it's ten win teams at minus five in the giveaway takeaway category.
2: You should not be a ten and three football team at minus five. No. No. Odds would say no. You you know, if you were telling me minus five, are they ten and three or three and ten? I'm saying, well, they're three and ten because that turnover thing is so big. It is so imperative to look at that turnover ratio and see how it equates to success. The chiefs are a major anomaly in all of this, a major anomaly.
1: Joining us now, former chiefs defensive back Mark McMillan. These days, he's always got something on the grill and I don't know. I, 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 he's got too much Raiders in his life right now. Mark. Good morning.
6: (laughs) Good morning, my man. Good morning. I I knew at some point I was going to do an interview in Kansas city and someone was going to bring up me working with the Raiders. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You
2: got to do what you got to do, but yeah. Can you help Mark Davis get a better haircut? (laughs)
6: Hey man, uh, I think that's been a topic for the whole training camp, but you know, he's still rocking the old school, new balances, man. And the old school starter jacket, he ain't changing one bit (laughs) and God love him. I mean,
2: I, I I don't know about you, Mark and Josh, I know you're probably not there yet either. I want to get to that point in in my life where I don't care and I'm (laughs) I'm wearing new balances and I'm wearing that haircut.
6: Yeah. Hey man, you know he's at all the all the events, man. With the same haircut, like you say, he just got some white jeans or black jeans, and man, that that's how the rich stay rich, man. They don't spend their number money on diamonds and. And uh, Range Rovers, you know, he just drives a Ford pickup, man. He's just an old school, old school billionaire.
2: Yeah, that's great, man. I wish I was an old school billionaire. So I, I, I want to <laughs> ask you something that just showed up on our text line. We we're talking about things that like you want to see get better over the last four games. And, and somebody texted in about getting tackling better. Why don't dudes tackle in the NFL anymore? Is it a business decision or is it just something that we're just not good
6: at anymore? Well, nowadays you can't tackle in training camp. You know, there it's not real physical. Um, you know, with the rule changes, you know, guys are making business decisions, like you said. But uh, tackling has been atrocious, you know, over the last couple of years. And you see it uh, week in and week out by everybody across the league. Um, I would say, you know, watching that game last night with the 49ers, they get after it like old school football. You know, th- those guys tackle very well. Uh, when the receiver or anybody catches the ball, the guys are around them. They're rallying around the ball, but a lot of teams are really bad tackling, and the Raiders are one of the teams that don't tackle well. And you know the secondary seems to be struggling a bit, but across the whole league, man, it's just it, it's bad to see every week, and, and especially with the uh, the quarterback sack rule, it's like you just want to lay them down on a nice little comfy pillow.
1: Yeah, I saw that last night too. That 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 I think it was the second Kittle touchdown, right? He's he's out there, and, and there's just two just absolutely atrocious plays in the open field. Oh, God. To like try he, to, he just, to like, try to tackle. fake them he out. He just pushed one guy away with barely even a touch, and then the other guy came flying in and whiffed. Yeah, the, 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 the tackling's been, been pretty bad across the league.
6: Yeah, it's, it's embarrassing. And just imagine these guys got to go look at this in the film room, and you got to explain to your other teammates that's been battling just to stay on the team. And this is the effort you putting out. And if I'm on the practice squad and I'm looking at these guys, I'm like, hell, I can do better than that.
2: Mark, I, I think you obviously had success in this league at the defensive back position. And we were kind of talking about some of these young D-backs that the Chiefs have kind of now entering their sophomore season, even though they're still rookies because of how long the season is now. When you played in, in, in your career, when did you say, all right, I got this? Like, when did you feel confident playing D-back in the NFL?
6: um it, it it happened real quick you know obviously you know uh get my start in Philadelphia on the long side with future Hall of Famer Eric Allen um you know I got thrown into the fire in like week six so I had to learn real quick and uh you know things were coming at me fast but you know thank goodness I played at Alabama was coached by Gene Stallings, so I was prepared mentally uh but the physical part of the game you know that's something that I had to get used to but um, you know, come week fourteen, fifteen, man, you're you're not a you're not a young guy anymore. You know, you're a seasoned guy that's been thrown into the fire. And you know, the Chiefs has a really good young secondary. They got some young guys that really get after it, uh, really challenging these guys. Um, you know, they've been thrown into the fire early. And you know, uh, thank goodness, you know, with the with the nice pass rush, it's able to help these guys out a lot. But you know, being a young defensive back, especially in the league nowadays, you can't even touch the receiver. So it's like. What do I do? You know what kind of technique do I really use?
1: Yeah, I was thinking the, uh, the 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 Christmas gifts ought to go to the defensive lineman if you're one of those rookie corners right now, right? Like keep those yeah. guys happy, keep keep getting after the quarterback, make my job a little easier.
6: Keep getting after the quarterback and you know a lot of people say all oh, this guy is really good defensive back, but everybody knows if you play this position, it all starts up front. If you got guys that can really get after the passer, um, that helps out big time. And, you know, you'll probably see Buffalo uh, struggle a little bit, you know, losing Von Miller. I know he was brought on to be the so-called chief killer. But, you know, he's no longer with that with the team this year because of the injury. So that's really going to uh, hurt them down the stretch as well. But you have to have a pass rusher in this league because the quarterbacks are so good and the ball is coming out so fast.
2: Mark McMillan with us here on 610 Sports Radio. And with the Chiefs getting ready to wrap up the division on Sunday, if they get a win over Houston, when they get a win over Houston, it'll be their seventh consecutive AFC West championship uh, that they have won. And this was the year that everybody, including the Raiders, including the Broncos, including the Chargers, were all supposed to surpass the Chiefs. That being or said. Or at least close the gap. Or at least close yeah. the gap. Nobody has. That all being said, no. how how is Patrick Mahomes not the, the odds-on favorite right now to win the MVP?
6: Um, I I think because you know they haven't been on TV as much, it hasn't been uh, the, the flash that everybody's used to. Um, you know Tyreek Hill brought a lot of that uh, media to the to the team and a lot of hype to the program. Uh, but you know I'm an Eagle man, so I, uh, Jalen Hurts is is looking pretty good right now. <laughs> yeah, but but, but Hurts is a
2: is a benefit of AJ Brown, I think. Like like we seriously like subtracted a great wide receiver and the team got better, and then Jalen Hurts got better when y'all added AJ Brown into that mix.
6: Yeah, like I said, Patrick Mahomes, there's, uh, you know, obviously, uh, you know, Jalen Hurts. Those guys are two of the top guys that's at, at their uh, at their peak right now um, as far as the MVP race. Uh, those guys are doing really good. Um, you know, I can just throw a little stretch out there as well. You know, I know we're here in Vegas, but Devontae Adams, what he's been able to do uh, from the wide receiver position is putting up big numbers. Um, you know, there's some receivers out there, but. Jalen Hurst and uh, you know, Mahomes are probably one A and one B uh as far as the uh MVP race. What Pat is able to do week in and week out is ridiculous. And it's not even it's like it's almost like watching Steph Curry. It's like what is he gonna do next? You know, some of the passes that he does, he ad libs. Um, you know, I'm a big fan of this young man and I can't wait till they come here. You know, so I told Raider, I told the Raider people, I was like, Hey, don't be mad if I got some cheap underwear under, underneath my slack. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right. Actually, we're still hoping he doesn't play in that game. Right. I got to be honest. I got to be honest <laughs> with you. The final game of the season, four games remaining, uh, Mark, if you're, you're in that locker room, um, Chiefs going to again, wrap up the the division this week. And you're kind of just kind of like positioning almost, how do you kind of keep your teammates staying the course?
6: Um, you just go out there and play the game. You know, you don't want to scale back. You don't want to start changing things that, that's been working for you all year. Um, you know, they're still playing for uh, that home field advantage. You know, you want the the, uh, the road to the Super Bowl to go through Kansas City. Um, you know, uh, the, the crowd obviously helps out big time. You know, the weather, you know, whether it be Buffalo, uh, you know, that they have to face, whether it be uh, the Surgeon Bingles, uh, you know, so you want to have that home field advantage. So you want to go out and continue to do the best thing that you can uh, on, on all sides of the ball and um, just try to keep the pedal to the metal, man, because you don't want to lose a game and and end up, you know, having a playoff game on the road. So you want the road to go through Kansas City um, in Arrowhead Stadium. All right, let's
2: talk food. What are you grilling today?
6: Um, Today, man, I got some nice little ribeye steaks, man. I got some new grills. I uh, got a sponsor from Grilla Grills. They're actually located out of Missouri. Uh, so, you know, I, I partnered up with them last week. They're real big fans of the old Mighty Mouse. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, they used to watch the game, so they partnered up with me. So we got a nice little ribeye with some garlic mashed potatoes. Mm. And I got my nice little uh, infused olive oils that I just launched this week as well.
2: Yeah. So wait, what's the grill called? Did you say
6: Gorilla Grill? It's called Gorilla Grills. Yeah, it's got a gorilla on it, man. It's a really good grill. Uh, There's a pellet grill. Uh, There's a Kong. They call it the Kong. It's shaped like the green egg. Uh, But, you know, they do a really good job. Uh, it's, It's a company out of Missouri. Uh so I you know, I'm always gonna give my love back to Kansas City, man, and and the people in Missouri uh because they continue to support me. Whether I'm doing Raiders free game live or not, everybody knows, man, my heart still lies with the Eagles and the Chiefs.
1: I was gonna say that's your that's your uh your dream uh matchup if it happens at the end, right? That'll Is be your... a dream
6: matchup and everybody's like, Who would you root root for? Obviously I gotta root for the Eagles because they drafted me. You know, the, the Chiefs, they didn't draft me early, but uh, you know, that'll be a great matchup. I think the Raiders will be really high. Um, uh, both fan bases will show up big time, uh, in Arizona. And obviously, you know, the Chiefs continue to win. Hopefully I'll see you guys down there, man, on, uh, on, uh, you know, radio row or something, we can get an interview.
2: No doubt. Chiefs are there. We will be there. I promise you that, um, olive oil. We got a bottle of your olive oil to give away. All right. So we want to do that, but tell the folks a little bit. You got spices, which are fantastic. By the way, your olive oil just came out this week. Tell folks a little bit about uh, what, what some of your
6: products, too. Yeah, I got some spices that'll be launched uh, in, in January. I had a nice little project that I was working on. Uh, a couple of months, I was out of the country for a month, so I got wow. a big announcement and uh, a big announcement coming uh, with a world famous chef. So that's going to be, nice. uh, you know, Ooh. I signed a non-disclosure, so I can only say so much. But that's coming out. Uh, it's going to launch during the Super Bowl. Uh, right after the Super Bowl, uh, it's going to launch. So. My spices will be launched again in, in January, the second week of January. I got new labels. Uh my olive oils just launched this week. I have six uh infused olive oils. Um, you know, all with my my image on it and character. And of course, Chief fans, I did put my red Chief jersey on. So I do have a bottle of that as well. So I try to pay homage to some of the teams that I play for as well as my grandparents and my mom and my family. And that's where we came with some of the names at as well.
2: Nice. Where can people get the olive oil and stuff right now?
6: You can get it right now, people in Kansas City and all over that's listening to this fantastic radio station and these two amazing guys at com. And every oil that I serve, I, I sell, I'm going to donate uh, 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 some of the portions back to charity. So I, I do that as well. And I'll even throw in a signed autograph, Chief. Picture for every order that i receive so go to dot and place that order for your grilling mcmillan infused olive oil
2: there you go my man enjoy the holidays enjoy the grilling and we'll talk
6: to you soon all right appreciate it man hopefully i'll see you guys in uh, arizona That'd all be right great. Man, take
2: care that's Thanks, mark, mark mcmillan with us here on 610 sports radio we got a bottle of that olive oil to give away how do you want to do it hmm. who wants some mark mcmillan olive oil you know what we should do hmm. let's go with caller number what number was he 22
1: Whatever color you want. It's a Friday. Don't make it too hard. All right. Let's Sell go. Call now. Let's go. Caller number nine. Caller nine, one, three, five, eight, six, seven, six, ten. Right. Caller nine. We're going with caller nine. Right. Caller nine. Like going. Check out his Twitter feed, though. It'll make you hungry. It really will. Yeah. He's always it got really something on the grill. And yeah, he's, he's 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 talking Raiders now. But, you know, he's out in Vegas. Man, and he ain't got a cash to check. He's, Josh, he's, you know. he's grilling yeah. and he's chatting Raiders. But he wants Eagles Chiefs Super Bowl, which wouldn't be a bad thing. Nope. So a special thank you to Mark. Always good to catch up with him. A very strange edition of uh, Kingdom Clichés comes your way uh, next.
5: Fesco in the Morning, brought to you by Santa Fe Auto Sound, your home for car audio since 1967. Don't miss former Chiefs linebacker Derek Johnson every Monday at 7.30.
4: Man, I saw a when we talk about Kansas City fan base. This fan base, I mean, compared to none, this is, this is number one for sure. On 610
5: Sports Radio and the Odyssey app.
3: It's the remix.
2: Living here in Brett Beach Town Without him, Patrick is not around Out of Arrowhead, they're winning games Throwing touchdowns, popping champagne And Travis is catching the ball Willie Gay is defending them all Sacks are coming from Chris Jones Sky's making plays We need more parades And we're living here in Brett Town Living here in Brett Town Such a great song Coming up in about seven minutes, we're going to top that. We are going to top that in seven minutes. We are debuting a new feature on the show. I promise you guys will love it. It's called Karaoke Friday with Lynn from Sales. And if she does anything like she did yesterday at the company party, it's going to be something special.
1: I'm not kidding. It's fantastic. Much better than Beachtown. at least in terms of carrying a tune. I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I,
2: I may have her
1: remake Brett Beach oh, Wow. Town. Wow. Whoa. To kind of that extent.
2: She. What did her sweater say? Something about Santa can kiss my ass. <laughs> get,
3: get your ass off my
1: grass. <laughs> <laughs> you. We were discussing um, Hertz and Mahomes with uh, with Mark McMillan. Yep. Mighty Mouse. Of course, he's got both Eagle and uh, and Chiefs ties. Yeah. I. I always love that. Like, Mark was a fan favorite, and he was only here two years. You know what I mean? Well, his like, name is Mighty Mouse. He's I know, a good dude. I know. Yeah, he's great. Yeah. I just love when those brief, um, you know, players, like, resonate. Yeah. He was always just a, a fan favorite. That's, that's funny you say two years. I, I would have guessed, oh, at least five, right? Oh, yeah, I mean, you always
2: like think things are longer than they are. Yeah.
3: Shout out to D and Casey. He is uh, getting that Bottle of olive oil from grilling with McMillan. All right. School, All
1: right. There you go. So uh, Hertz, Mahomes, who did? <laughs> I'll get him. Like Hertz is what? the favorite. Uh, I think largely becomes because he's he's uh, he's traveled a little farther to get here. Yeah. Mahomes just took a, like an incremental jump. He did didn't have as far to go. Hertz is going to get a lot of love because he came from uh, really a questionable. Whether or not the Eagles he was Eagles guy to now Mm -hmm. Oh, he's the Eagles guy.
2: Yeah, but he's the Eagles guy and he's the leader in the MVP odds race because of AJ Brown, though. I mean, and look, Patrick Mahomes makes people around him better. Jalen Hurts needed guys around him to make him better. Your quarterback is supposed to elevate everybody. I think it's pretty clear as day that Patrick Mahomes is the MVP of the NFL going forward until there is truly somebody that is better than him. Not a guy who came in and played great with A.J. Brown, who they got in the offseason, had to make a trade to make him better. Because without A.J. Brown, we're not talking about Jalen Hurts being the MVP of the National Football League. Right now, we're looking at Patrick Mahomes putting up untouchable numbers and he's basically got four new receivers that he's never played with before this year, a receiver. That's always heard a running back. That's always heard a seventh round running back. What Patrick Mahomes is doing with the cast that he has to me is more MVP and shows you what a true MVP is than what we see out of Jalen hurts. Jalen hurts is doing great. Cause he's got a great supporting cast. Mahomes has elevated everybody around. Yes, Travis Kelsey is fantastic. We know that. But remember what people were saying in the offseason when they traded heel to Miami? Oh, they're going to take a step back offensively.
1: They've taken steps forward offensively. As much as I like the Chiefs depth and their, everything they built around them, you take Mahomes out of there, you're sunk. Yeah. I don't know if you take Hurts completely away way that it, they're sunk. You can tell me Gar- Gardner Minshew could play
2: quarterback right now right, for that team. Right. They're Brock Brock Purdy is. right. Yes. You know, whatever.
1: Right. I, feel, I, I don't know. I, maybe that's unfair, but that's, that's kind of where I'm at. Trey Wingo joined us earlier this week and uh, we discussed the, uh, the MVP race. Hey, I don't
7: care what anyone says and I will die on this Hill. And he's probably, I'm, I not. he's probably not going to win it, but right now, you know, at Caesar Sportsbook, Jalen hurts is the MVP favorite. Let me just say this to me. There is no player more valuable to his team than Patrick Mahomes. And, I'll, and I, the way I defend that, I'll just say, first of all, I mean, you lose Tyreek Hill and you have the number one sc- the number one offense in the NFL in terms of yards. You're the number two scoring team. Uh, he leads the league, in, as you know, in passing yards and touchdowns. Take Patrick Mahomes and put him on the Eagles. What kind of numbers do you think he puts up with that game? Then take Jalen Hurts and put him on Kansas City. I don't think Jalen Hurts would be considered an MVP candidate.
1: Although I did follow up. But he would have Andy Reid. He would have Andy Reid. <laughs> so right. Maybe he would still be an MVP candidate. Correct. I wouldn't discount playing in a in a good system. No, I I
2: wouldn't either. I would, but he's right. I mean, you you just flip the quarterbacks around, and Patrick Mahomes with AJ Brown is going crazy in Philadelphia, and people are talking about how great he is there. Jalen Hurts here probably having a nice season, but nobody's talking about him being the MVP.
1: Are the Chiefs ready?
5: Let's find out. You loved it so much this summer, we had to bring it back. first thing I said, there's an imaginary sign outside that says hiring all applicants. But this time, I get to voice the intro. I mean, I'm big on block destruction.
3: Hello? Yeah, what's going on, BM? What do you mean, backed by popular demand? Signed her to a long-term deal. Can we at least have shouted Out back? Alright, alright, bro. I hear you. I hear you. Alright. Well, thanks to Spec, I guess I
5: don't get to voice the intro. And I always will say that sometimes without no bad luck, we wouldn't have any good luck at all.
2: Well, hello! look who they brought back for the regular season it is me the british woman and now it is time for another edition of kingdom cliche listen
5: as usual i don't have a lot to say good afternoon hope all is well with everyone uh happy holidays another holiday season is uh upon us uh with that said it feels good coming off a, a good team victory we found a way to drag ourselves across the finish line together. The mentality, it remains the same. The thing that we got to make sure that we're doing is keeping our guys focused and locked in. Our players got to make sure that we're not taking anything for granted. Just because we have a lead does not equate to a victory. We have to learn the strain to strain the finish and we need to learn to play every play as if it's by far the most important play. You know what, uh, things happen. <laughs> I'll say this, it's, it's amazing because it, Sometimes these guys can amaze you in many different ways. Uh, It's always good to have a number of guys that can can run it, but on top of that, they just give you different looks. Each guy presents something different. Whoever's number is called, they know that, hey, they need to perform, and they understand exactly what their job is, but they also understand when they're in there, they have to make the very most of that opportunity. You know what? It's it's not anything different that I'm seeing. It's making sure that he's focused and locked in and not talking himself off the edge. When something like that happens, the only thing that you can do is, hey man, listen, it's time to move on, okay? We can't keep killing ourselves over the mistake that we made, okay? Today is Wednesday. Today we play the Houston Texans. Do not worry about that, okay? The only thing that we need to make sure is that we're not putting our team in a very uh, vulnerable state. Okay, because when something like that happens, that's, it it tends to take the wind out of everybody. So let's make sure that we're controlling the controllables. And the only thing that we can control is what we do today. I know myself, I used to do that. Now I look like a big old ball back there. He's gonna play excited regardless. So after every time he touches the ball, he has this juice and this energy. And I told you before, I want that same juice after every play call, like, yeah, I just called that play. You know what I mean? (laughs) It's a
2: regular season football cliche, especially one from the kingdom. We'll be back tomorrow with more wonderful, useless, nonsensical kingdom cliche. There was a
1: theme of that one. I still can't put my finger on it. I'm not sure what it was, but man, that's some good advice. All I know is they sound ready if they control the controllables. That's right. Which is always important. Mm-hmm. Only control what you can't control. Unless you can't control it, and that might be next.
0: We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You over here! Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch.